Hey guys, my name is Samaya. I'll be today's Just podcast host. Um, it's episode nine, and we'll be talking about uh, food accessibility, is what we kind of grew up on. And today we have Tamid. What's up, everybody? We also have Shams. I'm hungry. <laughs> and we also have Davia. Hey guys. Today's topic is diverse communities and food accessibilities. And so we'll be talking about like what we ate when we were growing up, um, especially like school, um, if they require, if they gave us um, breakfast or not, or what was the lunch money. Um, and to further into like the idea of whether or not we had food inaccessibility or um, security. Um, and so I know a couple of us kind of uh, lived in like the rough neighborhoods in Toronto. Um, I. I, I did live in a rough community, so um, there is a lot of food accessibilities, but I want to know more about you guys and how you guys um, kind of grew up, because I know it's very different depending on neighbors, eh, neighborhoods across Toronto. But um, I guess my first question is, what did you guys eat for lunch during elementary and like middle school? I've been growing up on just eating dorkari every single day. And you know what? I really don't mind it. What kind of thorkari? Like, what? like I don't um, know. Chicken, beef, whatever goes, man. Um, it's mostly chicken because, like, beef, you know, it's higher in protein, more expensive. But chicken, like, I, I, I love chicken. Yeah, but Shams, don't tell me you took thorkari and like chicken literally to school lunch. Like, was that all? Oh, uh, when when it came to lunch, it was mostly like ready-made stuff. Like beef patties, chicken burgers, chicken nuggets, all that sort of stuff. But like at home, it was torkari, roti, parotas, all that sort of stuff. I'm talking about in school. Like, what'd you bring to school? Bringing to school, yeah. As I said, like nuggets, chicken nuggets? burgers, like basically stuff that was ready-made or like maybe in a hot pot, I'd have instant noodles, stuff that's like quick to prepare. Yeah. Did you have like uh, any brand food at all or not? Um, on several occasions, like sometimes there's like some leftover Eid food. I just take that. You guys ever had, uh, I forgot what it was called, but I think it was like called Bihari kebab. Like okay. I had that, I had that for lunch at once and it was amazing. Like I was like, okay, my my box is full of rice. There's a lot of kebab and I don't know if I want to eat all of this during lunch mm -hmm. because like I take super long when it comes to like eating rice with stuff. But then like I, I just chowed it down and yeah. I have a, okay, wait, I have a follow-up question, but I'll ask this later. Because <laughs> I wonder if, like, everyone had a microwave in their school. Did you guys have a microwave in your school? No. No. I didn't have a microwave until university, fam. In high school, like, now I do, but, like, in elementary school, not at all. No, right? You just have to no. eat your rice cold? Basically, yeah. <laughs> I so did have a microwave at SATEC, but, like, SATEC being, like, high school but i never really used it yeah like, I, yeah I, i'm not trying to use a microwave that like other people probably put in their food without like putting in containers or anything like it, oh. it could be contaminated for all you know 
Oops. Yeah, one of the craziest lunchroom memories I have from elementary is so I was old enough to remember the SARS outbreak.、Oh. So this is like pre-corona, pre-swine <laughs> flu. So when SARS took、uh, the world and the headlines over as an elementary about grade three, right?、Uh, new to Canada, and we're going and we'd hang out in the lunchroom, and literally, like they would come around and they would give everyone like a squirt of Purell. Uh, to sanitize、wow. your hands, and and we weren't as advanced like medical and public health wasn't as advanced as it is today, right?、Yeah. And I remember coming to the large room, and I'm like, Yo, why are they giving us all Purell now? What is happening? And you don't fully understand、uh, what 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 is truly happening at that age. But、uh, back on Shams' points,、uh, I, I was never a big fan of like curry and rice to school because it takes forever. Eat it, and it's not good if it isn't like warmed up and stuff.、Yeah. Um, and I had this friend; literally, he could hold the world record for patties consumed. Because no joke, in middle school, we were good friends, so I saw this firsthand. He would bring two beef patties almost every single day、Aww. throughout three years of middle school. That's all he ate and got from home.、Uh, that kid, legit. Like I used to joke with him, "Why don't you apply to Guinness World Records, man? You probably." <laughs> Hold something, but yeah, it was very common, and I was also a fan of like quick, easy、uh, junk food that's easier to eat and consume. Did your like? Would you have to make your own lunches, or would your parents make your own lunch? So generally, in throughout elementary and middle school, at that point, it was basically my parents making、yeah. it. But high school, they didn't care enough,、um, and that was good game. But at that point, <laughs> it was like they'd make Maggie noodles or like warm up the patties and stuff or whatever.、Yeah. Um, or the rice and chicken curry. Yeah.、Um, yeah. How about you, Tavia? Like, what what did you eat when you were like during elementary? So for me, okay. So before my mom started working again, so she obviously made my lunches, and I think I can relate to like both of you guys having those pre-made meals like burgers, hot dogs, stuff like that. Sometimes we'll have like if we have like leftovers from takeout or something, I'll have that. Occasionally, maybe I'll have like biryani or something. Um, once I started making my own lunches in grade seven or like grade eight, that's when I was. Sometimes I would not like I would forget to bring lunch because you know I'm busy, and also because like from started from grade seven, um I started um I joined this breakfast program in our school, and so I would have to be at school really early, and so I would just forget food altogether. But the the, the school always had to be covered in terms of say if you have extra breakfast left over. The kids that helped out, they would, they can, you know, have the food, and a lot of the times for lunch, I just relied on that. But seven and eight, you know, some days I wouldn't have a lunch, and I rely on、um, our school's breakfast program. And other days I would have a lunch, and yeah, but that's pretty much it. And now high school, make my own lunch, obviously, and the lunches I make are probably way healthier and better than what I had to eat in、uh, middle school. But yeah, I wanna go into breakfast. Uh, pre- yeah, breakfast programs、mm-hmm. because I like I had breakfast programs in elementary and high school, but I never went to it because I only treasured sleep a lot more. But I never ate breakfast, so it was、right. like a lose lose situation in the, in my opinion. Because yes, they get more sleep, but then I'm hungry and、mm-hmm. I just miss out on free food. And so I was wondering, like, did you have to go early? Early? Like, what time did you go? Okay. So since I was in grade seven and eight, my、um, middle school was up until grade eight. So I was one of the senior kids,、uh, basically.、Yeah. And so they need. So obviously, the breakfast program is run by 
um, his teacher, her daughter, and also like us helpers. And so basically we had to get there 7.30, sometimes even early to make breakfast. And so that includes pancakes, grilled cheese, quesadillas, all that good stuff. And so we had to get there early. And the kids who were went there to eat, they would come to school at around 8 o'clock, 8.15, because class started at 8.45. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. That's pretty cool. And they had to pay as well. So that's also something. How much would it be? I actually never asked. Oh. Because I got free food because I, w- I helped there. So yeah, I'm like, oh. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. So, like, I was going to talk about uh, my, my lunch food because basically it would, they would pay. So, for elementary school, you'd get $2 and you could get like the school's lunch. And I, my mom wouldn't give me lunch money because we're, we're, we were already in welfare and like poor. So, I'd only get like the $2 foods, like really, really rare occasions, like probably like once every two months. <laughs> and I'd be so excited because they give you like, well, they give you like um, chicken burger with like, um, like a brownie or something like a very small brownie and like a like a, a fruit cup and I'd be ecstatic because literally I, I'm not even kidding you when I say this I only get two hot dogs ever since in grade one to like grade nine I had two hot dogs for lunch every single day so I, I understand. yeah that, that that beef patty thing I completely understand because like hot dogs was the worst thing especially like the hot dog juice that comes out Ew, like, like the condensation that comes up because yep. like, it's hot and you cover it in the condensation it, it every, depends. Oh, and it gets stocky yep. ah this well, disgusting I never had the bread it's just the hot dog itself still <laughs> the hot dog gets soggy because it sweats in its yeah. own like condensation so it gets yeah. weird and like the smell of it like the juices would basically like secrete all my entire backpack and then I got made fun of during grade 8 being like the hot dog girl because I smell like hot dogs all the time <laughs> Oh my god. I and hate like, them kids, bro. Oh god. Yeah, I had a rough time. But like regardless, like the lunchtime money was like two dollars and I like I mm-hmm. that made me appreciate food a lot. And then yeah. for middle school, um, no, we didn't have any lunch thing. Uh but the breakfast club, I think it was free. So I'm 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 kinda surprised that like you have to pay for breakfast. Mm-hmm. Club, yeah, like, what the hell? I mean here's the thing, my elementary school my elementary school i lived in a pretty nice neighborhood from ele- in my, and then during like my elementary middle school years and so it wasn't that like much of a deal but also like say for example you know if there was anyone that we knew that was hungry would give them food regardless of whether they were in the program or not it's not uh-huh. like like, like there were we had like the regular kids had to pay and stuff i like, see if like someone came to us like we did have obviously a few poor kids like i like and i remember those kids and so they would ask like, you know i'm hungry you know yeah and so um our supervisor tanya she would always make sure that you know if someone was hungry we you know they wouldn't get no for an answer and that was kind of like our motto as well like even if you're not part of the program you still get food because it's food i mean you can't say no yeah it's yeah, not it's it's you need it so yeah yeah, so I, I, in my elementary and middle school had the breakfast programs. Um, and the funny thing is they're, these schools are literally 200 meters apart, right? They're both in the uh, iconic Jane and Finch neighborhood. Um, so that's as yeah. good as it gets uh, back in those days. And ironically, in elementary, they didn't charge the parents. But by middle school, I think there was a small fee. But these teachers knew, like, the kids 
people who go to these schools and the families they come from are from lower socioeconomic status so the teachers wouldn't really surveil like that and legit some of the wildest memories i have is like kids in middle school fighting over cheese and crackers like no joke it was war out there like the day yeah. we got cheese like just fighting over like it, it was like a sight um but in terms of buying food like legit um i think similar to sumaya i think in elementary plus middle school i think twice i bought from school cafeteria in the entire eight years um mm-hmm. lunch and and the ironic thing is i went there one time and i made friends with the lunch lady <laughs> instantly and for some reason she remembered me right after Aww. that visit because you know they keep track because you know these kids are like repeat yeah. customers right and she's like yo fam where did you show up from it's like uh you know i don't come to these parts and i don't buy food but yeah we, we became friends so like talked about what was going on in our lives and stuff and it's pretty memorable but literally i swear it's like two times i remember buying food and i vividly remember that memory like making uh friends with the lunch lady getting a panzerotti uh what is yeah. it panzerotti panzer whatever it's called yeah uh from the cafeteria that's pretty good wait i was that, that was my second question like when you did get food what would you like what was the food that you would have to pick like I, for me there was only two choices there was like the beef version and the chicken burger so <laughs> i couldn't eat the beef because it wasn't like i think it wasn't halal only the chicken was and so i'd only get the chicken burger but like the chicken burger isn't healthy especially when you're in elementary school like you need to have like the proper foods and like only the rich white kids would have like whatever food like the good proper food and everyone would eye them which is really sad but um like the food that they provided us wasn't even that healthy and so i'm thinking about like even in middle school the there was only like fries and like uh yeah chicken fingers and that's and all they were I'd, baked weren't they baked they were fries like, yeah they were like literally the frozen foods that you would get on like norfrells and oh, they're not even healthy God. you know like if they're gonna provide accessibility food and like it should be healthy and it should be like following those guidelines where it like if you're you're literally serving food for kids right so high school is a bit better obviously okay i disagree but I there disagree. was salad that they like offered which i was very happy about the salad was there's still like fries and like um like burgers and stuff but there was like a lot of he- healthier options compared to like the like full-on frozen foods um and sometimes it'd be like the specials so like there would be soup or like um i remember one time they had like squash soup and i was like wow this is like this this is honestly like luxury i'm so happy that That actually sounds kind of cool yeah it was for me for me i have ptsd from trying my high school's poutine like i i i wouldn't even classify it as food like it, it it was just pure shit yeah <laughs> it's, it's, but uh, otherwise otherwise like cafeteria food it's not that bad it's a little overpriced mm-hmm. and i actually wanted to add on to like breakfast programs breakfast programs like they were the shit back at middle school like every friday you'd have mini pizzas being served or like otherwise it'd mostly be pancakes or waffles that sort of stuff and it was all free for me then high school hit it was essentially the same thing but without the mini pizzas but honestly that was a good change because like i i started to eat a lot more unhealthy but then 
came the concept of chocolate milk. And oh the very reason why I actually went to school early. <laughs> yeah, honestly, chocolate milk is the bomb. I remember yeah, yeah, chocolate milk still is the bomb. It's the king of drinks. Like, yeah. I take chocolate milk over, like, Coke, root beer, like, anything. Any mm-hmm. sort of drink, any day. Oh man, I, yeah, they would like sell like cartons of milk even in elementary school. I think it would, I think elementary school would be like seventy five cents for one, the small one, and then middle school I don't remember, and then uh, high school I think it would be like three dollars or something, which is kind of overpriced in my opinion. Oh, for me, like the chocolate milk cartons, they were like small, but they were just completely free, limited oh, to two, what? of course, like two per person or free. one per person depending on like the quantity they have okay you like, gotta tell they, me what school we went to yeah these guys had a pretty big budget What's, yeah that what yeah that that's the fanciest breakfast program i've actually heard of like if they can afford individual cartons that's insane um I, uh, I it was heard... like it was like a box of like a bunch of small cartons that's crazy because what i remember from elementary and middle was the fanciest thing I remember was probably sliced apples. That's yes. literally, yeah. Because I think I think it differs like region and school and all this stuff. Like, uh, sure. yeah. And by by high school, also these kids they figure out that they can walk off uh, and they don't need to necessarily okay. access food from the cafeteria, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. That's crazy to me. Like even being a lunch lady is crazy. So in terms of the breakfast program, talking about that, and so in high school, we also have the same breakfast program, but it's it was much more cheaper. And so every single day in the morning, so I I I go to Laurier by the way, and so every single uh, morning, um, they would have like different things, and so you just for just for like I think it was fifty cents for just for like fifty cents, you'll get like. A breakfast so for example mondays would be pancakes you get like three pancakes plus syrup a fruit and like milk or something like that just for 50 cents and like what? that except and stuff yeah i'm i'm being serious and, and and the thing is everything was fresh too like on um on tuesdays for the tuesdays yes no tuesdays with grilled cheese like you have grilled cheese milk fruit and then like everything was like whole like it was like fresh especially and um yeah, and Fridays would have instead of white milk, would have chocolate milk, and our breakfast would be like like the freshly baked muffins. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so like that was it was much better the breakfast program, and even for lunch, um, our lunch food wasn't actually that bad. Like again, everything was homemade except for like the pizza or maybe the burgers because you have to like those, those were frozen and stuff like that, obviously. But like they had other stuff on the menu, and those were always like really good, and um, they had a lot of halal and vegetarian options, so. It was overpriced, but to be honest, since Laurie is kind of based in a kind of a rich white neighborhood, you know, I, th- our food programs were actually pretty well done. And even now, during COVID, the breakfast program is still running. And yeah. How is it still running, even during COVID? Wow. Um, I mean, it's it's free now because no contact, right? So just put everything on the table and people eat well, when, oh, when right. they get home. Okay. I thought... Yeah. I thought- I thought they ship it to their house in the morning. No. I forgot you guys have walk-in. Okay, yeah. true. But yeah, oh, it's wow. much better. It's I think it's much, my high school food experience is much better, you know. And like Tam had said, now since you're in high school, you got, you know that you know you can go out. And so if I didn't want to have cast food, I would go out and to the plaza and stuff like that. And yeah, and you know, my, my middle school didn't have like a 
lunch program. So I started buying lunches during um, high school. And, you know, I would buy lunch maybe twice a week, once a week. You know, it rotates like that. But, yeah. What was the... That leads on to my, like, second question. I don't know how questions I made. (laughs) My next question, which is, like, what are the stores around your school that Mm. you'd buy lunch from? Because for me, it would be, like... Yeah, we had Tim Hortons, but it was mainly like Subway or like Big Boys, which is like a burger place um, and uh, Chinese food. Mm-hmm. Um, and they'd still be like they'd have or, or pizza too. We had pizza, pizza. Yeah. But they'd have like student deals, which would be like five dollars for like one one slice of pizza, Coke and like mm-hmm. I don't remember the side ones, but it's yeah. it's pretty like I still consider those bad, but like yeah. regardless, it's kind of um, so for us, we had Subway, Tim Hortons, Pizza Nova. Uh, we, we had a value mart and basically in that value mart there's like a food section and it's probably much healthier so if you wanted a healthier option that was there um, but yeah that's that's pretty much the food places we had it's like Subway, Tim Hortons, Pizza Nova and then that value mart where you can get like fresh goods you know would it be salads like fresh chicken potato wedges which everyone Laurier knows are the best they're so good but yeah I got really lucky. I really did. I got so lucky. In high school, yeah. You guys got uh, really lucky with locations, man. Oh, yeah. For me, for me, elementary, middle, high, every place was like a friggin' nothing in the surroundings in terms of food. Um, it's just a matter of where they built these structures. And to be honest, the worst part of it in elementary and middle school, I told you both schools are like neighboring schools, right? Beside each other. Um, And literally we had one convenience store in this place called the Plaza. And we used to call it Plaza because it's iconic for the fights. Like literally (laughs) kids would be, if you want to die, go to the Plaza. So you're literally risking your life to get a bag of chips. And that's not an exaggeration. and one of the funniest memories I have is one day, um, so we'd spend money on literally two things. We got a couple cents, we saved it up. It's not real food even. We'd send oh, yeah. money on, spend money on the jumbo freezies, which is like 25 cents back then. And the other was, um, the, I forget what the Same. other item was because I only bought freezies because I'm cheap like that. Um, but um, so the funniest memory I have is literally after school. So we would, it wouldn't be at lunchtime. We'd go after school like on the way home. And my friend walked in. This man went up to the store counter and he asked, legit, dead in the face, what can I get for 75 cents here? Like, that was one of the craziest memories. I'm like, yo, this man's struggling, bro. And yeah, and the store owner, I don't remember what they replied. I remember that the fact. Yeah. Relatable. Yeah, literally, oh, right? Oh, that and, breaks my heart. Yeah, but it's it's a, it's a convenience store, and that was literally the only option. Like, back packets of chips and stuff. My high school, unless you walked a kilometer, you didn't have any spot. And that was like a shorma spot. That was a kilometer walk. Yeah, same with my elementary. Like, elementary and middle school were like, beside each other and there was nothing we had lawrence square plaza but um even like it was kind of far like we wouldn't be allowed to go to well i, I wasn't allowed to and a lot of my friends would allow to but they had like mcdonald's they had a proper plaza there but um during the time you wouldn't even be able to make it for lunch um but yeah there i just remembered middle school like all the cool kids would go to like 
near Orphos Road and like we'd get like munchies or munchies and it would just be like rice beans and like jerk chicken and it cost like $10 and I'm like how the fuck do you have the money for that like that's so much money like no freaking way but like luckily the owner really like it loved a lot of my friends and he understood like the the socioeconomics because again like my the way the place that I lived was in the jungle and so a lot of them were poor and he'd like give free meal, meals on Tuesdays. So on Tuesdays, everyone would go and we'd get like a lot of like the good foods then. But other than that, it's either like you, you get you get your own food and like eat your like cold rice on the corner or like or, or your hot dogs in my case. <laughs> or you just, just wait until Tuesday. And Tuesday was like everyone's favorite day because you just yeah. get to go to Menchie's. So wow. that was Oh yeah. Tuesdays, Tuesdays, I think, was also Tenders Days for Popeyes. Or Tweeny Tuesdays on for KFC, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, for me, though, like, high school, it was just plain old, plain old. You had Tim Hortons nearby. You had McDonald's, Subway, that sort of stuff. McDonald's and Subway, like, they were a good walk away. So, like, I wasn't really incentivized to do it. But middle school, though, oh, my God, middle school. Like, it didn't have Tim Hortons, McDonald's, like, any of those big stores. But what it had was a local deli. Oh, my God, the local deli. It sold poutine, pizza, a bunch of stuff. And, like, that was, I remember that was my first exposure to poutine. And I was like, this is God's gift. This is yeah. God's gift. I practically begged my mom. I was like, hey, Amo, can you give me, like, $5 every Friday, you don't have to make me lunch. I, I mean, like, I, I could just get a poutine. And then she's like, "Wait, what's poutine?" And during the day of parent-teacher interviews, I take her to the deli, and then she's like, "Is this God's gift?" And I'm like, "My words too. My words too." <laughs> God, I, I have so many fond memories of that deli. Like every day during lunch. Like, most of the time, my friends would sit at the cafeteria and then, like, talk and stuff. But then I'm like, yo, every Friday, I'm not trying to be there. I'm not trying to, like, go to the cafeteria table. Like, I'm going to just sprint to the deli, get ahead of line, and grab that poutine. Because, mm. yo, a man's got to eat. You yeah. feel me? <laughs> Man, I, I remember like I had a couple of friends who would like not even eat lunch because like just had nothing to eat, and like yeah, that just reminded me of like how much Menchie's like saved a lot of mm. people's lives because like they that was like the only thing they would look forward to, and like I even I have a friend uh, I won't mention his name, but uh, he would like go up to like all his friends would buy food and then he would go to the owner and then he'd be like oh is it a like. Not that he asked for anything, but the owner knew, like, oh, he's the only guy who's not buying food, so he would give him, like, a piece of chicken on the side because he's Aww. like, okay, yeah, I don't want you to feel left out. So, like, owners, like, those type of owners, I, like... Mm, I yeah, a lot of, yeah. And they're, like, mom, like, mommy and daddy, like, owners, so they're, they're they really, really do a lot for us. I remember but, one day during middle school, like, this is the, this is the closest I got to, like, experiencing, like, not have this is, i think this is like the first time i truly experienced how to feel how it feels like to not actually have a lunch like i remember i had five bucks for the friday and like i was a middle schooler five bucks meant a lot to me <laughs> yeah so I, 
I remember I slipped on ice and I think that's how that's how I lost my five dollars. Oh, and I no. realized I lost my five dollars. Like I was at the verge of crying. Didn't though, but yeah, I, I just went about <laughs> lunch without eating anything and uh, it, like sadness turned into anger and then it just turned into acceptance, but then All it the just stages turned into anger grief. again. And and now I look back at it and I'm like, yeah, I slipped on ice. What can you do? <laughs> Honestly, yeah, that reminds it, me of like, like, It is eat. what it is. <laughs> yeah. Eid money was like the only time I had money. And I remember bringing like $10 to school. Like this was in middle school. Like I think I was in grade, yes, grade six. I brought $10 to school. I was like, oh my God, I'm rich. I'm going to show it off. Actually flexing. <laughs> I was like, bro, this is so cool. I have $10. And I went to the lunch. Like, I was going to buy lunch that day. I was like, all right, I'm ready. But then uh, two people didn't have money. And they asked me for money. Because I guess I was like showing, out, showing it off. Or like word, word spreads. But uh, they knew that I had money. And so they asked me. And they're like, oh, is it okay if I borrow like $5? I was like, $5? That's like literally half my money. Like, that's, that's not, that doesn't, no. And then uh, they were like kind of sad. But they were like the popular kids, so I was like, I don't know if I should do it. I have no, like, I had like a moral issue at that point because I was just like, dile- it was a huge dilemma. But um, I gave them all my money. I gave one person five dollars. I gave the next person five dollars. I did not see those ten dollars ever again, and I was just really sad about it. But I was like, you know what? Uh, never, never trust <laughs> these kids, man. That was very, oh my very god. I, it makes sense because I'm still like that today, but it's fine. No. But, <laughs> but other than that, it's just like, oh I, I don't regret it though, because I'm sure they still needed, even though they were popular, it doesn't mean that they were rich, right? Mm-hmm, that's true. So for sure, like they needed whatever lunch, and I was fortunate enough to still have lunch that day. So that's good. During middle school, like, I guess you can say that I was being taken advantage of, but I, I did this out of my own will. Like, every time I'd get a poutine, I'd get, like, two more forks for my boys. Mm. And, yeah. like, they, they'd eat some of the poutine with me because, like, I, I was a small kid. I couldn't finish it myself. So I'm like, hey, you know what? I might as well just share a little bit with you guys. Mm-hmm. Why not? And, yeah, yeah like, they appreciated me for it or they probably took advantage of me but like i mean we're still boys i think i think friendship plays a big role in terms of like this food stuff like in high school the friends that i hung out with if someone didn't have money or someone didn't have a lunch we would not let that person not eat like we would either give some of our lunch or we'd compile money together and get something for them some days would have these like mini potlucks where we all buy something together and have a feast in, in our hallways. But like we never let any of our friends go hungry because I mean it, it just it wasn't right to you know if all for all eating and then it's one person not eating. And so just for all of us, someone didn't have food, we'll give them some of our food. All of us would do that. So they'd have something to eat. And we share a lot of our food as well. So it was I think friendship and the people you hang out with also playing a role in terms of, you know the food that you were that you had access to hell yeah like yeah, if, if, if any of you guys didn't eat before this podcast like get out of here i'm ordering an uber for you guys <laughs> i didn't yeah, eat I yet Same, okay <laughs> Tavio, you're out of the podcast <laughs> just kidding <Crazy. laughs> 
the crazy thing is the power of food i think to bring people together like literally nothing nothing can bring people t- together like food and i see that even yes. with like because i work with 100%. so many youth volunteers over the years mm-hmm. and some of them are savages but in general like if they see like other kids that you know aren't eating like they literally offer right to share because it's their own friends like right it's people they know um so yeah just because they often don't have money or they're high schoolers you know whatever mm-hmm. but that they didn't bring money so there's like the social side of it like distribution and stuff but yeah definitely food it's powerful and its ability to just bring people together yes it is a huge like it's a big part of growing up as well like yeah that's all kind of what you remember and like sharing foods when you're young is one thing but also like sacrificing like like the Eid money that you get from like two years ago and making sure that you kind of save up for like a bigger meal for one day um it's like it all adds up and it also makes me realize like the food that we got when we were young isn't necessarily the best and um especially when you're in the lower income neighborhood and that that situation kind of changes a lot because in that sense it's kind of not our fault but more so the system's fault where they're kind of pushing us into a corner where we're kind of eat we have to eat bad because that's the only choice right we're, we're gonna be stuck with frozen foods we're gonna be stuck with like the uh instant noodles the fried chicken and all that stuff it's not good and so right yeah Uh, I think that's a big uh, thing that we should like take away from this conversation and realize like we should be grateful for the breakfast club like 50 cents for three pancakes is insane to me so I'm sure like there should be I I don't know about today's breakfast club and the places that I used to live but I I hope that they've increased and changed and I think that's a that's a big problem it's a really good the worst feeling to me is like when food expires or something or like when yeah. when food's just dropped on the ground or yeah yeah there's there's a lot of research on how um people relate to food like that it has a lot to do with their upbringing and their mm-hmm. socioeconomic yeah. status um yeah and even for me like uh growing up uh very poor literally the first thing I look at the menu uh, and I'll, I will find faster than anybody the cheapest item. Yeah. Even to this day, I still like I'm inclined, like my gut feeling is yo, order the cheapest item. Like literally I can eat at this point anything on a menu in any restaurant. Uh, but even then these habits of old and like of back in the day, it never That's goes true. away. And yeah. this has directly to do with how you were 100%. raised, right? It's crazy. Mm-hmm. And I started, I had moments where I started wiling out as soon as I got to university, you know, I had a little bit of money, um, figured out about like different forms of income and all this. And like, I had phases with like, just messing around with them. I think it was Just Eat. That was that, what was the app? Oh, skip yeah. the dishes before skip the dishes. Um, and I found it and I started wiling out. Like when I would stay home, cause my parents were away in Bangladesh, I'd be ordering like Ethiopian one day, yeah. Japanese the next day. and that was just a whiplash from not having access mm-hmm. uh, in prior years to any of this and you know it's just the consequence of that but yeah crazy times but it, it's something to be cognizant of and also a lot of the what Sumaya said about health determinants it's tied to like people's access in neighborhoods to mm-hmm. food like why do poorer neighborhoods have lower health outcomes exactly. right it's because they're 
much more salty, fatty, sugary foods that's more accessible than like whole foods or like healthy options. But it's crazy. But this is the reality of the world we live in. Yeah. And I do want to talk uh, talk about another topic in another podcast. And it's about community centers. And those were like the source of food after cl- school. And I think um, that's kind of where a lot of people would go to afterwards. Um Or like yeah you didn't you didn't have food for lunch or breakfast but that's the only time you get food um but yeah i think that's something <laughs> that uh we could all appreciate and also learn from like what we've kind of been surrounded about but yeah is, is there any last things that you guys want to mention before we end Yeah, no joke. I, I did this panel at like, and then we we're talking to like youth workers and stuff. And they're like, yo, how are your programs? How do you get people to youth to come consistently? I'm like, it's pretty easy. You just got to give honorarium and good food. Yeah. Like legit, people are there for the food, uh, sometimes more so than your program, unfortunately. But uh, if you have good food, and like good incentives, uh, kids generally will keep coming. Mm-hmm. Um, you just got to know what they yeah. like. And that's about it. Yeah. What kind of food are you guys craving? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I'm I'm craving like pretty much anything, but I I don't know. I I could go for a little bit of Top Gun or something. I want sushi so bad. I want Popeyes. I just had sushi yesterday. It was shawarma. It was shrimp sushi. And. I mean, my mom is making biryani right now, so I'm, I'm good for the evening. Yeah, got you biryani. Homemade flex. Well, I hope the listeners don't actually, get hungry. Actually, actually, I'm craving muglai porta. You guys. Oh my god, the one with the egg, right? I love yes. muglai porta. One of my favorites. Oh, yeah. yeah, just ground. Ground chicken or ground meat, and you put it in a porta, and it's just amazing. Mm. Or oh. you can even yeah. do the same with dal. Yeah, I like that. No, no joke, yeah. we should do like Josa short cooking tutorials for oh. you for the YouTube or something. <laughs> like honestly, yeah, I've been telling kids, but uh, it literally takes seconds to shoot on a smartphone these days. Honestly. Like no joke, and someone can edit it for you. Even I can edit it if you guys like. But I'm so uh-huh. happy to do that. I um, have a trade secret uh... coffee. Uh-oh. <laughs> well, you're gonna expose that later on in the future. But anyways, thank oh, you for coming and thank you for listening. I hope the listeners also don't get hungry. <laughs> But yeah, for sure, this is a takeaway uh, episode. I hope you guys learned. And yeah, make sure you like and subscribe on YouTube, listen on Spotify, share um, share everything. Honestly, we also have a yeah a Discord for us um, for all the youths. Um, so yeah, make sure you check it out. And yeah. Bye. All right. See you. Take care. Bye, Bye. guys.